Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You Business and Workplace Solutions podcast. It's an honor to have you on our show today. Thank you, Nada. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. Good evening to yourself. So yeah, good morning here, obviously. So I've got my, my cup of tea. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, yes. Point. Okay. So everyone, Matt is tuning in from Thailand, <laughs> right? And I think that we are, are all super... Uh, maybe jealous at this moment with everything going on in the world. We wish we can get away. So how, how is it over there? How's the weather before we jump into the show? <laughs> the, the weather's, I mean, I, the weather's beautiful. I, li- I live in the north, so it's a kind of hilly district where we do have a, I say a winter, it's nothing, nothing like the winters. Sure. You know, we get in other parts of the world, but we're just, the rain's dropped off recently. It's, it's kind of lovely, sunny, crisp mornings. And yeah, we'll probably hit kind of 27 today. Great. I can't remember which way around yeah. you wrote, but, but uh, yeah, 27. So. Yeah, beautiful place. So uh, Matt, I, I, I'm so honored again to have you on this show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the great work that you're doing in your own words so our audience can get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm COO, co-founder of a, bit of a business called Task, which is a, a tech business, a business that's all about social impact, all about kind of doing good. And uh, my journey into that, um, you know, we're a startup in our second year, so um, relatively new in terms of tech businesses. You tend to be a startup for the first kind of four or five years as you find your, your grounding. But my background has been in uh, technology, early stage businesses, startups, probably for about 20 years. Um, I'm originally from the UK, spent some time in, in Sydney, Australia, spent some time in Singapore before moving out to, to Thailand. Uh, about six years ago and I worked in traditional technology for a long time for, uh, you know bigger businesses a, a startup that Oracle bought and and then about 10 or so years ago I, I kind of got a bit more involved in social entrepreneurship a little bit of um, relief work just as a, a pastime and that kind of grew an interest in in that more professionally and looking at how technology can assist in terms of uh, you know, assist in terms of, of impact, in, ter- in terms of social projects, in terms of um, being able to make the world a better place, I suppose, in a very simplistic form. So, Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So there's a couple of questions that I, that I want to ask you. I kind of want to dive into two things. So Matt, I know that you have, you know, a background in the corporate world, you know, a, a long background, and then you made the transition into building your own startup, your own business that's creating, you know, social impact, corporate social responsibility. Talk to us a little bit about why you made that transition, you know, because obviously there's a lot of individuals that listen to this podcast that are in the corporate world, but that are also entrepreneurs. And so I always like to hear like, how did that transition or that leap happen for you? Okay. It's kind of a long story, but hopefully I'll see it. it so I, I came out of my last kind of, I, well, firstly, the transition was not like, Hey, I'm jumping out. It kind yeah. of kept happening a, a little bit. So 2009, um, I left NetSuite, which is a 
business that was, is now owned by Oracle. I was a sales manager, a team. I, I loved my work in terms of my team. I was completely kind of demotivated by the corporate grind, I suppose, and feeling like a number on a spreadsheet. And I took some time out at that point, did a sabbatical, went back and I went and did some training around coaching and, and all sorts of things. And I just, I, I think I consciously made a decision then. I wasn't for the, you know, the structure. I wanted to do my own thing, but I then got kind of pulled back into a job for six months, about two years later. And maybe that was just validation. You know, I went back in and instantly realized, hey, I just want to do my own thing. Um, and yeah, I started contracting. Um, so I'm going back kind of eight, eight or so years now. Um, and as I say, I'd also been doing a little bit of relief work. So I started contracting actually in the software space, which I knew, but also with businesses that were providing technology to the nonprofit sector. Okay. Um, and that gave me an opportunity to be kind of free from, I suppose, a corporate role because I was in charge of my own domain. I was contracting. I wasn't, you know, answerable to necessarily a corporate structure. I was able to uh, I was contracting on a part-time basis. And I did that for around five years while I kind of, you know, experimented with, with other things I wanted to do, got to spend time doing a lot of writing, which is something that I love doing and just hadn't for about 15 years or so, yeah. um, you know, and, and then that, you know, for, for one reason or another, that eventually came around to being part of a co-founder of a business that is task, which is where I am now. So it was not a, Hey, I'm jumping out. I'm going to, you know, go out on my own it was a definitely a um a process with with experimenting and yeah. doing a bit of contracting and just slowly letting go because for me the difficult thing is when you've been in although I'd worked for startups I, I had not run my own I years ago I did a little bit but really I'd had a good 15 years of having decent salary you know security all those things that a corporate structure gives you that's really hard to let go of um, so letting go of that for me was not jumping out you know, um, it was a kind of slow process and, and staged process of being a little bit careful as I came out and started to, to do different things and be kind of free from it. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm always a big fan and I always talk about the pros of the corporate environment and the pros of the entrepreneurial adventure, right? I mean, I mean, they both are a handshake. They both work to suit one another. And I think specifically for you, and we're going to talk now about the startup task, which you co-founded you know, you working in the corporate environment and understanding like corporate social responsibility, employee engagement, you know, um, really keeping track of, of me and measuring results, it is, has served you in a positive way in what you're doing today. So, you know, I know here specifically in the States and, and even globally, corporate social responsibility in making a social impact with your business is really something that is coming to the forefront, right? It's something that more and more employees and professionals want to see when they look for a company, right? How are we making a difference beyond just making a buck or, or making a dollar? So talk to us a little bit about task and, you know, why it's so important, especially in the corporate space to have, you know, this type of technology at our fingertips. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's to, before I, answer that I suppose yeah just slightly the journey that took me into it and I think just underwriting what you just said and realizing it is you know I was when I was in the corporate world I used to do dabble with stuff like this like I ran a, a fundraising trek which was really an escape from my you know my yearly corporate job and I used to 
well, I still do it as a tenure thing, come up here and I'd have a team of people, we'd go away and do something kind of meaningful. And I noticed with that, everyone came back to the office and I did massively productive in January because we'd done something, you know, slightly different to a normal holiday, raised a bit of money, maybe visited an orphanage or something as part of the process because we're funding it. And I, I could see the productivity that that drove within, you know, my life and within everyone's yeah. life who came from their corporate job. So that I think really was the essence of you know, what I wanted to kind of put into building a tech company was, was this kind of, you know, this productivity element that people get from being part of something meaningful as well as their jobs. And jobs can, of course, be meaningful, but this, there's something different about the philanthropy side. Um, you know, task is all about team engagement for social good. So it's engaging teams, creating projects where you engage teams in activities that have social impact, environmental impact, providing rewards, um, you know, leaderboards, kind of making that whole thing centralized within a platform. So also the business can then report on those metrics because like you say i mean you know when i was first exposed to csr kind of 10 15 years ago it was it was very much then about hey we're a business we're going to write a check for a charity yeah. right it was and that was like your kind of indicator on the on the end of year report and and that has changed and i think actually this has been driven by millennial generations primarily because yeah. they expect now businesses to do the right thing many were starting to but now a lot have to you know they will buy from companies that behave in the right way that treat the planet in the right way Absolutely. they want to work for companies that that behave and 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 you know do the right thing so you know it's a great thing because that change that shift means that businesses um, it's not just the non-profit sector that looks after the planet it's now the business sector that needs to be really invested in that process and technology is a really important part of that because you need you know good systems good tech to help to help do that and task is all about that engage you know providing businesses with tech to engage their teams easily create projects where you might have thousands of people in that project socially sharing what the business is doing so it helps to kind of shine a light on the brand in a good way uh, give the data for reporting um so yeah that's that's what task is about and and it's a, it's an interesting journey for us because we're learning every day as we go along what the needs are because it is shifting it's changing and of course this crazy year that we've had i think although it's been difficult it's probably created even more of a need around you know how we how we behave as as humans and what we do so yeah yeah well i mean it, you know i think you nailed it you said you know it's about team engagement right it's about you know um creating more meaning and I mean, what are the two things that we're lacking right now, right? You know, it's, it's engagement, it's employee and team engagement. And there's a real big struggle with humanity when it comes to finding meaning just on day to day, whether it's finding meaning personally or finding meaning in the workplace. And so, you know, it's, I, I love that you said that, you know, once a year with your company, you used to go out and do something. And then when you came back, everybody was more productive because it's something that's bigger than you. It's outside of you. It's outside of the company itself. And, you know, a lot of research shows the World Happiness Institute as well in Denmark that when we contribute to things that are beyond us, it just creates more happiness inside of us. And so I think you're definitely doing that with tasks. You know, you're making that social impact, creating the engagement that people want while providing meaning to them that just makes them feel better about themselves and the work that they're doing. Yeah, exactly. I think that productivity point is really important. And people work 
hard, right? I mean, this is, when I was in Singapore, yeah. going back from, I was there 2005, 2014, I, you know, I still work hard today, but I think it's different. I have a perspective on it, especially when you're running your own business. And, you know, I was doing like 12, 14 hour days, you know, I mean, it was the, 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 the burnout is such an easy thing to reach. And, you know, often my way of dealing with it was, hey, I'll head to the pub on a Friday night and drink a bottle of wine. And, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that you need different ways to kind of, to, you know, to motivate your productivity and a balance to that hard work. Because people aren't going to stop working hard all the time. But certainly, you know, a lot of people enjoy working hard, but you've got to balance it in a way that keeps you productive, keeps you healthy, keeps you engaged in the business and keeps you, you know, feeling a sense of purpose which is you know really important absolutely so give us a live example just for our audience so they under better understand um the optimization of tasks like so what's a, a company or a client that you have right now that's really using this tool to not only create employee engagement um meaning but to yeah to make an impact you know and serve the world or humanity what's one example you can give us of how they're utilizing it I'll try and give you one. It's difficult to give you one because we've got all these cool little <laughs> things going on. On our website, we have these. So every time someone uses our product, we create these templates. So another organization can take the template and start to use it. So, you know, for example, we've got teachers using our product to encourage um, well-being and monitor well-being within students, right? Sounds quite different, but it's still just a project. It's engagement. It's tracking. Um, you know, we've got a non-profit that's tracking veterinary services overseas, right? Um, but I think for me, the, I, when I look at the business sector, uh, spending quite a bit of time now promoting a project around the UN Sustainable Development Goals. So, and this is a templated project that any business can, can take, copy into their own task account, change it. So the UN SDGs, you know, any CSR, any sustainable, sustainability manager would know what they are. And many businesses are now starting to track activities around particular you know, one of the goals or a number of the you're goals. You're talking about the 17, like. sorry to interrupt you, yeah. Matt. You're talking about the yeah, 17 United Nations uh, global goals, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So, you know, a lot of businesses, <clears throat> there are all these indicators out there. Part of the challenge with the sector is, you know, over the last 15, 20 years, different indicators have come up. People have developed them. And, you know, for us, the global goals are a really good umbrella system for looking holistically at, how a business is performing. They're also colorful, they're, they're good for marketing, right? So you need both. You need to be able to track the data, but you also need to be able to show the market yeah. what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, one of our project, one of our templates is, it, very simply put, I mean, it's a project, we're mobile first. So if you're part of a team in a business, you, you know, you'd log into your project, you've got all the goals there and you've got different activities you can engage in, earn points. And a business can take our template and then change, you know, the activities or choose which ones they want to use and and start to kind of track how they're performing and then that data can be pushed onto dashboards for management reporting yeah yeah so for me I, you know we, yeah exactly stakeholders internal stakeholders you know external i mean you know when you're talking to listed companies it becomes a you know a story for the for the stock market it really just depends but yeah. the un sdg project is something where we're really starting to promote in the in the business sector, but we both we work across both. As you can hear, it's we we have a number of different customers, but in every situation, it's always about engaging a team, tracking positive activities, being able to report on those for management. Um, yeah, so you've got an idea of 
how the team's performing, how they're feeling, yeah. what's happening and what the business looks like. I love that. I, I think it, it's a, a great app, great technology. Um, I'm glad that we could bring you on just to talk about social impact, corporate social responsibility, the importance of it, and also measuring it, right? Because I think measuring it, it's very important as well. Um, this has been great, Matt. Thank you so much. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and now just ask some like quick, rapid questions. So I always like to ask if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it a golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? If I left the world with one final message, probably that, you know, life is unpredictable. And often, you know, really the moments when it's difficult, when things are challenging, when you look back in the future, you might find that those were the special moments because I know from my life, some of the most trickiest things that have happened have opened up the best opportunities. And I only realized that when I got to look back, say five years later, um, you know, particularly things like personal tragedy, all sorts of stuff, yeah. painful situations. So for me, you know, from personal lessons around that, being able to, when those things happen in real time, just knowing that actually when you look back in, five years you might realize hey because of that a, a, another beautiful opportunity opened up whatever else it is so yeah that that for me is probably the the important message yeah i, and, I would wonder. and very timely timely for for what we're going through now um if there were you know if there's a non-negotiable value what would that what would that be for you so i, I always like to ask you know what is that non-negotiable value for you that's just that's it. This is a value you'll forever hold and keep and stand by. Integrity, 100%, which is, I think, people say honesty. For me, that really is the same thing. But for, for me, I, you know, integrity in business, in friendships, you know, my best friends, yeah. which are all very varied people, the one quality they all have is integrity. So, yeah. Great. Thank you. And lastly, I got one more question for you. But before we jump into that, uh, you know, how do we learn more about you? How do we learn uh, more about, you know, the great work that you're doing with Task? If anybody wants to reach out, what's the best way of doing that, Matt? Yeah, just go to the website's definitely the best way. If you go to, ta don't, don't Google Task, it's one of these words. <laughs> it's a great yeah. brand word, but there's a million companies. So it's Task, T-A-S-K dot I-O. Um, that's the website. And if you, you go to the website, you know, we've got, plenty of resources on there obviously about the business but also under resources you'll find we've got our own podcast uh, you'll see our team uh, our board you can get in contact with with myself or any of us um you know via the website via those the the, the about us section great beautiful and lastly as you know where the company rise up for you and where the podcast rise up for you what comes to mind when you hear that phrase The first thing that comes to mind, rise up to you, is, is, is working on a better version of yourself or the best version of yourself. Yeah, try not, great. <laughs> try, not, try not to think about it too much. That's the first thing that came up, though. So, yeah. I love it. Awesome. Matt, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, we appreciate you joining our podcast today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Nada. And yeah, hopefully we can return the favor and get you on ours soon. So Absolutely. Have, have, have a great evening over there. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining the Rise of Feet podcast. Again, this is your host, Netalina Nasserdine. We would love for you to share this episode with any of your friends, coworkers, or anybody that you think can benefit from this podcast episode. And don't forget to follow us and subscribe. We are on every single major podcast platform, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere there's a podcast, we are there. And lastly, if you want to see this live in action, head over to our YouTube channel where you can watch the episode and the interactions between myself and the guest. Thanks for joining us here on the Rise of You podcast, business and workplace solutions.